This is ContactTalkRadio.com. Consciousness in action. And you are taking action into your consciousness by tuning into Contact Talk Radio. And on TuneIn.com, Hing.fm, and Upsnap Mobile. Contact Talk Radio. Welcome to The Soul's Journey with Tom Jacobs. A fresh look at astrology shaped by channeled wisdom on the soul and its human journey. Enjoy inspirational insights on how to change karma and make changes for the better. And now, here's Tom. Welcome to The Soul's Journey. This is uh, Tom Jacobs from tdjacobs.com. That's where I live electronically on the web. Uh, today, um, yeah, I have an interesting show for you. I, I want to do something I don't always do, but I, I've done a little bit in the last year, and it's looking at current events, some uh, astrological current events right now, uh, what's happening in the sky, and give you some tips and tricks on how to work with them. Uh, as always, I try to give you something useful and practical to work with the energies, and understanding that each of us is a, a consciousness work in process, or uh, you know, everybody's in process. So I try to give you um, indications of what kinds of questions these uh, these things and stuff and junk in the sky is asking, is asking each of us. And while everybody's situation is unique, uh, I try to give you the kind of you know indicators of what kind of general categories you're being asked to asked to uh, to explore, and that'll become clear as a as I'm doing this uh, tonight. If you haven't uh, listened to the show before, um, the show covers all the different things that I do, channeling and sometimes mediumship and consciousness work, and sometimes I've actually channeled um, on the air for you, uh, and also the evolutionary or soul-based and choice-centered astrology uh, that I do. So if you if you choose to listen again, just know that it's a little potpourri, kind of a, a grab bag of a bunch of different kinds of things, and and uh, I think it's a good show. I have some great comments. Um, I certainly enjoy doing it. And I and I said I have some great comments. I have some, frankly, heartwarming and um, uh, inspiring feedback uh, that comes in, uh, you know, now and then from listeners uh, around the globe. Most of whom listen not live, but to the podcast after the fact. And and I, I appreciate I appreciate all those comments, and it helps me keep it going because uh, I love sharing stuff with you. But if I don't know how you receive it. You know, it's kind of like floating off in the ethers. Uh, let me give you some announcements. Um, this is Soul's Journey Soundbite season. This, these these 20-minute readings I do that are an overview of a person's karmic journey, I'm encouraging you to, to get one for yourself and give them as gifts because um, give the gift of insight is the little tag phrase I use because to give somebody a 20-minute MP3 that's unique to them, that um, you know draws on all of my knowledge and experience with astrology and the soul's journey, and then to have that person able to listen to that, frankly, ad nauseum, because people listen to these sound bites qu- quite a bit over and over again because it's, they're chock full of info, and they're deceptively chock chock full because you think, well, how much could it could uh, this dude cover in 20 minutes? And in fact, I cover all of the major life themes that you experience. And so as you listen to it, you're like, oh, you know, this thing stands out. And then you listen to it again and you realize, oh, yeah, that other thing too. And it covers all the themes. So uh, during December, if you purchase one for someone else or you get one for yourself, each of you, uh, each person involved in the transaction except me, will uh, is eligible for 20% off a consultation through the end of January. So either in December or January. I think that's a great deal to sample 
sample my work, get a feel for how deep that I uh, I go when I look at your soul's journey and, and this compassionate, life-affirming, positive approach that, that I use in everybody's chart. Uh, it's kind of like, you know, how I do sound bites. When I get done with them, I'm always beaming because I just got to spend time with you know, entrusted, uh, you know, with looking at looking at your chart and going through it. And so every every year, this is the third year I've, I'm offering these, and I it's soundbite season. I love it. So go to tdjacobs.com forward slash store dot html, and you'll find a, a link to the soundbites. And um, I encourage you to get those because it's it's kind of a a gift that that people will listen to over and over again and get amazing uh, nuggets of insight, um, and and also validation. You know things that we know are true about ourselves, but perhaps nobody's validated. The soundbite validates them, so I encourage you to to do that. Um, the the Lilith intensive. It's going to be six weeks for six students. Uh, it starts January. Um, it's January nineteenth, I guess. Uh, you can find out about that through ttjacobs.com forward slash time. That's my site calendar. Um, and it's a. I'm really excited to do this. It, it's a, and also building on all the Lilith work that I've been doing for the last eight or nine years. And it's a, a chance to get to know your Lilith, your true Black Moon Lilith, uh, and also mention the asteroid just a little bit in that class. Uh, and then also how to work with it in charts in general. So I'm excited about that. Check that out uh, through my site's calendar. And then uh, last week I announced the last announcement. I announced um, the imminent launch of the subscriber service about which i'm tickled and thrilled and uh this is going to be unique content every month and um so i've never done a monthly uh astrology roundup you know i've never been consistent my uranian self uranus in the first self says don't tie me down don't fence me in don't expect me to be consistent but i have uh, transiting saturn conjunct my second house sun so how can I solidify and concretize and be consistent with my skills and my value system? Uh, and, uh, and it's in Scorpio, so it's all about you know how I use those skills to transform. So, so this is this is very exciting. You're going to continue to hear more about it from me, and and what you're going to hear tonight and the rest of the show um, before I take caller questions in the second half, it's going to be an overview of Mars in Libra. Um, which is about uh, you know seven month uh, deal. It's it's in there a lot longer uh, this time because it's uh, biannual. So every two years, its retro period is in Libra this time. Uh, and you're also going to hear a little about Venus retrograde, uh, which starts. Um, on the day of the solstice, on the 21st of this month, so you're going to hear some bits about that. But if you're a subscriber, you're going to get the in-depth, uh, in-depth details. So how to get all the info about that is at tdjacobs.com forward slash subscription dot html. Um, there are numerous perks as well as um, as well as just the the content itself is worth is worth the cost. And then you get perks and discounts on just about everything I offer. I think everything except Soul's Journey sound bites is. Um, is is you know noticeably discounted in that uh, for the for the perks to subscribers. So uh, you can sign up at any time, and uh, if you sign up before uh, before the uh, the twenty first, which is when it goes live and the first set of materials is uh, delivered to the subscribers, uh, just just uh, be in touch with me and we'll and we'll work out all the details. But I'm, I'm excited about that. I hope you get on board with it. I've never been consistent, and it's starting. It's all starting. So. Um, yeah, so Mars entered Libra this week, and this is part of the, um, you know, this is part of uh, what's happening this month. It, it, you know, every two years, as I mentioned, Mars 
uh, has a retrograde period. And, and during that period, we have to revisit Mars issues related to the sign in question, this case Libra. And then, of course, it is traveling through a particular house in each person's chart. Uh, and if you know your birth time, you can look this up in, in various ways. Um, but so, but Mars in Libra always seems like a little bit of a weird thing for people because Mars, uh, one of the signs that it rules is Aries, the opposite of Libra. So sometimes when we're learning astrology, we might get a little, no, well, how do I want to say that? We might seem to tend to want to be a little confused about what Mars and Libra is about because Mars and Aries would be very clear and, you know, but Mars and Venus is sign, you know, how do they get along, all this stuff. Um, I think if you're using traditional uh, vocab and concepts, it's uh, an unhealthy or it's a you know a uh, decapitated. I'm joking. Uh, it's some kind of um, you know bad placement for for uh, for Mars. It isn't. All they think all that stuff is bogus. Uh, <laughs> but um, I think it's like certain uh, you know part of the philosophy of astrology that's the uh, you know coming down from ancient times. But but essentially every planet has a way of being, and that's the sign it's in. So to give Mars and Libra you know, uh, guff or bad marks is a little ridiculous. And, uh, you know, it's like academic in the wrong direction. So, um, so Mars entered Libra and, uh, this was, I think on the seventh or eighth. And so it's been there for a few days, going to be there till the end of July of 2014. That's a very long time. And this entire retro period will be in, will be in Libra and it will, uh, join into a cardinal grand cross with Jupiter retroing in Cancer and uh, Pluto and Uranus in uh, Capricorn and Aries, respectively. So, so a lot of the first half of the year um, is going to be defined by what Mars is doing in the sky. So Mars is about action. It's about beginning things, sometimes about getting things done, but really about initiating and beginning things. It's about desire, and it's about conscious will. And because of all these things, I also say that it's the planet where we say yes and no. The planet, uh, well, living with it, we have to learn how to say yes and no to things. Uh, if you're if you've done some work with me or or had a figures prominently or anything, you've heard me say this a lot because I uh, I talk about saying yes and no all the time because um, it, we we tend to misunderstand certain things about, for example, cooperation and negotiation, which are huge Libra themes or, you know, strategies for survival in Libra. Um, Libra is about working with others. It's about also how we understand ourselves in terms of how others treat us or what they say to us, how they reflect to us who we are. I always recommend reading between the lines and considering the source considering the person who's talking to you and what's that person's agenda, you know, giving him or her the benefit of the doubt, but reading between the lines, you know, so, so somebody might actually be criticizing you and, you know, or, or offering you something that they think is very helpful, but feels critical to you kind of get in their shoes and kind of look at, well, what are they trying to accomplish here? And, you know, giving them the benefit of the doubt is a, is a major uh, Libran uh, success uh, strategy, but how others, relate to you and reflect to you, in fact, you have the responsibility to read between the lines. So if somebody's saying something that's critical, maybe there's something in there that's useful, but maybe you have to reword what that person is saying to make it useful. It's kind of a little sneaky, you know, it might sound like a little sneaky Scorpio trick, like, I'm going to listen to you, but I'm not really going to listen to what you're saying. You know, <laughs> It's not about being uh, deceptive or tricky. 
Um, it's about understanding that person's motivation, where that person's coming from, and how that person can probably see something valuable about your choices, behavior, your status, whatever, that you can't see. So how can you glean what's useful from that? And there is a great skill in this. And in this life, I'm majoring in Libra, and uh, it doesn't mean that I know how to create balance, harmony, fairness, and equality and justice. It means I'm learning it. So I recognize that I'm in this, you know, as an individual, I'm in this long-term learning, and this is one of the major things that I have uh, picked up from this process. Read between the lines by by understanding where someone's coming from and giving him or her the benefit of the doubt. It it leads to very quickly being able to smooth over ruffled feathers if that occurs. So I'm just telling you that because Mars transiting through Libra for so long, the Mars function, desire, conscious will, saying yes and no, will come out very obviously in relationships. So all the tools that you can line up, uh, uh, all the Libran tools you can line up, uh, with with you know Mars intentionality are going to be really really great. So um, during the retro, you revisit and you rethink what you want, why you want it, and how you go about approaching others or how you may expect others to be or do things for and with you if you followed all those little clauses. Um, so it's a big time for relationships, and again, it's going to you know come into contact with these other three planets forming a T-square, Jupiter retro and Cancer, Pluto and Capricorn, and Uranus is retro right now, but it goes uh, direct in uh, – I don't know, like within a week or something of, of now. So, um, so, so Uranus and Aries, and so lots of stuff about power, about um, power differentials, power dynamics. What that looks like in day to day life is who gets to make what decisions when, and so this, you know, this time from now until end of July, I think it's July twenty fifth of two thousand fourteen. You get to find out some new things about how you relate to others. Sometimes it's going to be tense. Uh, sometimes there's going to be conflict because you're going to find, I mean, I guarantee you, if you're somebody who doesn't say no enough, you're going to be feel that you're forced into this tension and I have to say no. You're going to have to learn how to say no in a more effective, clear, grounded way. And if you're somebody who always says no, you're going to get some really cool opportunities to say yes and find out that some of the reasons that you've said no are probably, you know, either based in history, so therefore no longer relevant, or mistaken, or how you can open up to others and create something together by saying yes. So that's kind of that's kind of the brief overview of the Mars of the Mars thing. And again, subscribers uh, who do that, uh, who subscribe to, to uh, my site, I guess, uh, subscribing, uh, you'll get the full story. You'll get like a bunch of videos and audio about that over the over the following few months, following all these uh, dynamics, because it's a it's a major major thing to have. Um, Mars, you know, you know, uh, loitering and lingering in one particular sign for so long, including a, a retro period contained in one sign. So uh, the next thing, actually, I'm going to do right after the break. Stick with me. This is a soul's journey. I'm Tom Jacobs, and I'll be right back.
The way you're wired is no accident. Your soul has divine intentions for this life. Understanding those intentions can bring greater peace and harmony to your world. A Soul's Journey soundbite from astrologer and channel Tom Jacobs is a 15-minute MP3 reading on your major life themes. Tom's unique approach to astrology sheds light on the big picture of you, your values, passions, fears, and family dynamics as divinely designed by your soul. Gift yourself and others with insight and understanding by ordering your Soul's Journey soundbite today at tdjacobs.com. Looking for answers to help you navigate life? The book, Jehudi Speaks, offers wisdom channeled from Ascended Master Jehudi, a.k.a. Thoth, St. Germain, and Merlin on humanity's opportunities during these exciting times. Jehudi Speaks provides what you need to know to grow and evolve on Earth now. A compilation of four channeled books, Jehudi Speaks explores karmic relationships, our relationships with animals, loss and death of all kinds, why the imbalance between masculine and feminine occurred and how to end it, and tools to evolve, including working with intuition and spirit guides, integrating past lives, and the truth about manifestation and abundance. Order Jehudi Speaks today through tdjacobs.com. Welcome back to The Soul's Journey. This is Tom Jacobs from tdjacobs.com. Um, I want to talk about Venus uh, Venus retrograde in Capricorn. I want to cover that briefly. It starts on the day of the solstice, uh, the 21st, and then I'm going to talk about the solstice itself and how to, how to understand it and how to approach it. Um, I'll just uh, cover this briefly. Um, Venus retrograde is about re- revisiting what's really important to you and the people that you play with. And how you relate to others. So as I mentioned, Mars retrograde in Libra that's, um, that's going to happen uh, over the next few months um, will have some of these themes happening. But Venus retrograding will have you questioning some relationships, some friendships, uh, how you relate to others. And really that's about what you find important and where your energy goes, how you use your resources, including time. So give yourself a break if things that you are normally interested in doing, you're kind of like, I don't know if I want to do that. That's part of the Venus retrograde thing. And Venus is stationing now or is slowing down, about to station, uh, and it will go retro again in about 10 days from now on the 21st. So – uh, and that's till the end of January, so about six weeks. And that happens about every two years as well. Um, so, so, and that's in Capricorn. So, who's in charge of what? How was my time structured? You know, how is how was my uh, you know the flow of my? Che- I don't even know if people use checkbooks anymore, right? We're like in the electronic digital future. Um, but you know, how how is all this money flow happening? How is it structured? Where should my energy be going? Because in, in, things in Capricorn ask us to check what we're doing and introduce more structure. It's kind of a you know, Saturnian energy. So that's the kind of thing in play. Um, yeah, so, so now I want to get into the solstice, and I want to spend more time on this than I have on these other two, these other two things. Um, every year in December, uh, the sun essentially, you know, in our old-timey mythology, kind of like pagan roots, the sun dies, and then it's reborn. And uh, so you have uh, the the you know in certain parts of the world the uh, least amount of light you know where 
uh, oh my god, how do you say this? Where the day is short, right? The the, the light of the day is short. Um, and you know we tend, you know, in some parts of the world, it's colder at that time. And uh, you know we want to kind of cuddle up and withdraw from the world. But we're also yielding to all of our social situations surrounding, you know, all the um, exciting holiday time stuff and junk. So it's like I was actually talking to Kira during the break. Um, she was talking about something where she's kind of like not sure if she's going to keep doing it. And I said, well, you know, we're, we're in this time of, of beginning to withdraw. This is normal and natural to kind of withdraw a little bit during this time of year. We're 10 days before the solstice. So that means that, you know, the sun's at 20 Sagittarius. It's 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 going to do its last third. Sun in Sagittarius every year is about expansiveness. But if you naturally get the inclination or experience the impulse to withdraw a little bit, honor that. Let that be because inward inner reflection and Letting something die and something be reborn is the whole part, is the whole point of the winter solstice. Um, as many of you know, who would be drawn to this kind of, um, you know, metaphysical radio stuff and junk, as we're doing here, um, that the, you know, the solstice is kind of the, the is the precursor for the whole like, you know, Christmas dealio. That's this ridiculous commercial enterprise in many in many parts of the world um so are you supposed to run around in circles and you know are you supposed to participate in all these potlucks when you just want to like be home are you supposed to do all these you know office parties are you supposed to do all these community things well community is great celebration is great holiday is great but naturally you should feel an impulse to withdraw that's normal and natural around this time of year. Quiet reflection is the name of the game for this for this rebirth of the sun. So what is the sun? You know, the death and rebirth of the sun. Uh, the sun, the solar principle, is our creativity. It's the fuel that we burn in our lives. And sun is the central organizing factor within the personality. So, you know, when the when the sun in the sky is transiting, we don't give it that much credence. We might say, well, you know, the sun's in Sagittarius this month, and that's what it's about, or sun's in Capricorn. But the sun in the sky transiting, I call it the great big flashlight in the sky, because it puts light on themes. It puts light on what we want to explore, what we need to explore. So as, as we're coming to the, you know, one kind of end, right, of the astrological year, I know we, we talk about the um, – the spring equinox when the sun hits Aries as the new year. Uh, but in many ways, it's more appropriate to look at this, um, you know, the, uh, the, <laughs> the, 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 the sun retreating into quiet and then reemerging again as, as a more important astrological new year, uh, to some degree. Now, the sun in Capricorn in general will have us perhaps feeling a little hermit-like, may have us feeling more serious. Uh, perhaps a little more somber, sober, a little more um, focused on practicality, um, and that is a definite shift from you know when it's in Sagittarius uh, the month prior. You know, at, right after the sun hits Capricorn, then you have you know the um, how do you say this? I guess I guess this idea that you should have a New Year's resolution. Maybe this is also outdated and I'm kind of living in like 1985 or something, but like, but like people have resolutions. People try to make, 
you know, changes for the better, make promises to themselves to fix things and change things, you know, whatever it is, like this nasty habit, lose weight, more exercise, eat better, um, you know, whatever, whatever it is. Um, and that's a Capricorn idea of should. So that's another thing that gets highlighted. What should be happening here? And what that does is it brings out the inner critic. So what I want to tell you is if you're running around in circles now preparing for holiday stuff, if you're not giving yourself time to allow yourself to feel what's happening on the inside, whatever that is, if you're not spending time, like quality time with yourself to allow something to become apparent within it's not something you can talk about. It's not something you're going to shout about to everybody. Uh, if you're not giving yourself that time, you're missing the opportunity. You're actually missing the point of the solstice. And as I was talking about this uh, with my partner before, before, like this afternoon before the show, um, she said, you know, something basically indicating that. And as we talked about it, I, I realized we both would sound like conspiracy theorists, but it's actually true. The emphasis on the commercialism of this holiday keeps you from that opportunity to, to go within. So it's kind of like um, you know turning this whole thing into this external endeavor when we really just need to pay attention to something that's happening on the inside. Um, so uh, so yeah, so so what you know you don't even know yet ten days beforehand. What's trying to be birthed? You don't know. But the energy is of your entire project needs to pause. Your entire self needs to get quiet so that you can give the opportunity for whatever it is to speak. And coming out of that moment of the solstice, or we could even say that day, when the sun you know, hits zero Capricorn. Again, that's going to be the 21st of December of this year. Uh, coming out of that, you know, three hours later, you, you shouldn't feel like you're, you know, a racehorse uh, exploding out of the gate. You, you know, Sun and Capricorn wants us to slow down a little bit. As I said, be, be serious, a little somber, a little sober, a little practical, a little more practical, focused on um, concrete details or what should be happening. So what I want you to do is to give yourself some time. And I want you, if you happen not to have a bunch of, um, you know, invitations or crazy social stuff and junk happening surrounding uh, these holidays, I want you to be appreciative that you've set yourself up to allow yourself to be able to sense what's happening on the inside. Because all these people who are stressing themselves out, and I swear, it's like if you talk to anybody, you, you realize they're committed to like nine and a half potlucks between them, their partners, their families, their work, whatever. And um, it's like if, you know, if they're doing that, they're not able to go within. So and if you are committed like that, I want you to still take time to go within, and I want you to have time when you're not talking. I want you to have time when your inner monologue isn't demanding that you plan the next thing. You know, I want you to have time where you can spend with yourself. Maybe that looks like meditation in some way. Maybe it doesn't. I don't care what it looks like. But giving yourself time and space is absolutely critical to make use of this time. Uh, really, if, if we're all uh, – you know, if we're living in, in rhythm with this, if we're giving in to the natural rhythm of how we are part of the, you know, uh, consciousness ecosystem on the planet, I don't know if that's a phrase, but I'm going to use it, uh, part of like, you know, the, in, the intelligent ecosystem that is all life on the planet, if we're in rhythm with that, we're not going to be as social. So I, I would love for you, I, I would love for you. To, to, to spend some time doing that. I know when this time comes around every year, I do less. Uh, you know, it's very actually um, 
common for all my, my coaching clients and my tutoring students to sometimes take a few weeks off at the end of December. And, you know, we're all doing the, the holiday things, except me, actually. I really don't. That's what I want to get at. I really create this time of year to be peaceful and quiet. And I rarely, if ever, visit anybody I love during the end of December. I mean, I, I can't remember the last time that I did actually, maybe even like a decade ago, because there's this need and I honor it because if I don't honor it, you know, this, this quiet time and this self-reflective uh, business, if I don't honor it, um, I will just be stressed and then I will be snippy and not nice to be around. And I actually like cultivating myself to be a nice person and pleasant. You know, whatever. I told you I'm majoring in Libra stuff in this life. But um, anyway, so so that's the invitation for the solstice, allowing something to happen, allowing something to emerge gently from the inside out. But you have to create circumstances uh, during which that can happen. So uh, I'm going to keep talking a little bit, but I want you to call in with your questions. Uh, and you can ask about anything. You can ask about how the Mars retrograde or Mars and Libra is going to affect you or the Venus retrograde. Um, and the number is 877-230-3062. And uh, also, I'm going to check the uh, my work Facebook uh, page dealio, and that is Evolutionary Astrology and Channeling with Tom Jacobs. Go ahead, and uh, if you have a question, maybe you don't want to call in, you're welcome to go there and post uh, on in a comment. I, I have a thing advertising tonight's show. Uh, you'll see my little picture there in the link to the, the show page. You're welcome to write a comment in there if you have a question, um, whether it's about you, if so, include your data, uh, or if it's just a general question. When I did this the last time, maybe six weeks ago, I got a bunch of tutoring-related questions, like from people interested in, you know, learning certain things, astrological. So either way, uh, feel free to do that. Um, I'm going to give you the number again if you want to call in, 877-230-3062. So uh, I, I'm, I love the solstice time. I love it. I love thinking about the, uh, I don't know, I guess maybe the drama or the, the import you know that that we know has has carried with our ancestors through the mythology of the death and the rebirth of the sun and and that ancient experience of people uh allowing the solar principle to be dark for a moment and then to begin again that's why i like it as um as a, a kind of new year uh, i love that because uh, if you set intentions for your new year um, and then allow them to be generated from the inside out and perhaps also uh, employ the perspective that you may not know how it's going to happen because, again, from the inside out and if you're willing to work with the universe as things unfold and what you're going to find is that you don't know how things are going to work. And uh, so as this this sun in Capricorn uh you know, beginning with the solstice, uh, can have us feeling pressured to be productive, you can actually um, surrender some of your solar egoic pressure energies as they go through the lens of Capricorn about shoulds and doing and allow things to happen. Maybe I don't know how this is going to work, but this is what's happening. This is where I'm headed. You can also use the phrase this or something better. So recognizing that what you've set out for yourself as a goal or desire, uh, you know, the universe may – reflect to you that that it's not you know that maybe it's a little 
you know, half or two-thirds baked. You know, maybe it's not quite done yet, or maybe you didn't know a certain detail, and so you can say this or something better. And um, and I encourage you also, you know, this is outside astrology stuff, but the whole consciousness studies thing, it's appropriate. Um, being grateful ahead of time for the, manifest, the manifestations that you're setting out to create. So, um, yeah, so, so if you're finding yourself um, with a big goal, and you're unsure how to do it, ask the universe for help. Ask your guides. You know, ask your uh, deceased relatives who are hanging around trying to help you. Uh, you have quite a lot of you quite a lot of help. And if you if you've worked with um, with me, you may have met the Ascended Master Jehudi, also known as Thoth and Saint Germain. You may know him from other travels and uh, uh, interactions, and also the Archangel Metatron, also known as Serial, whom I, whom I channel, who's a guide of mine as well, um, they also help, as do all the Ascended Masters and all of the uh, you know the an- angelic horde or host or whatever you want to call them. So are you calling? <laughs> I'm going to give you the number one more time. I encourage you to call. I can't, you know, 877-230-3062. Happy to answer any questions. You can even ask me about some of the stuff from last week's show. I did get a couple of uh, comments, part of the heartwarming feedback from last week's show. Um, and actually, I was uh, my, my partner told me after the show, and she, she listens just about every week and is a great support and also gives me, you know, uh, constructive feedback and, and to help me make the show better. I kind of think of her as a producer, and she said uh, that was hands down uh, the best show ever because I was uh, really being myself. And I thought about it in retrospect, this whole idea of sexual energy anatomy and talking about patriarchal sex and uh, you know uh, why porn is such an absurdly large industry uh, in Western culture – and the whole shaming of the feminine and all of these things, and also the, the perspectives of carrying energies from multiple lives in our bodies uh, that we that we are tasked or invited to um, to process. Now, uh, that perspective is what I think about all the time. Uh, and there's actually something I have mentioned before. I think it was at the end of the the end of the show uh, where my producer Kira was kind of interviewed her and read her chart a little bit and talked about her, her Pluto and the first stuff. And I said at the end of the show that um, I had written a book of erotica, which actually when I wrote it, um, I thought of it as pornography. Like I was working out my relationship with the cultural zeitgeist of this, you know, ethos about patriarchal sex, kind of a long label there. Um, but um, I was working it out, so I wrote this satirical thing, making fun of it from the inside out, you know, from within that that mindset or that perspective, and basically channeling the kind of uh, masculine um, ethos that leads to this ridiculous. Um, I almost said art form, but I guess this ridiculous entertainment format or form and genre. Um, and if you're interested in that, if you're interested, you can actually read this book. <laughs> it's available on Kindle. Um, and it's called Modern Love, Erotic Vignettes, Volume 1, because, yes, there are more volumes in process as I just work out some of this, some of this stuff of my, you know, my sense of how our culture relates to sexuality in this way. So, you, so I, I do this, you know, work, and I do a lot of healing work for people and moving energy and healing past life stuff and, and giving back energy and shedding things and rebuilding the, the chakra system and all these things for people regarding sexuality. And then also my own process has involved this creative writing aspect as well. 
So um, you can read about that. Modern Love, uh, Erotic Vignettes, Volume 1. Um, one person bought it uh, months ago on Kindle and then promptly returned it because you can return Kindle books. I don't know if you can if you buy something on Amazon. Um, and I think they – I think you know they weren't ready for a new genre, satiric, satirical erotica. I think they they weren't prepared for um, you know for how ridiculous it is and silly. It makes you laugh. So if you if you want to be turned on by erotica, it's going to do half the job, and then it's going to make you laugh at how it's turning turning you on. So anyway, you could check that out. Um, I, I think it's fun. Whenever anybody reads it, they're um, at least when I'm around, or at least they report it later, their muscles and their abdomens are um, messed up for a week because they've laughed so hard. It's like the spasm of laughter. Um, yeah, so um, I was counting on people calling, so now I'm just kind of rambling. If you want to call in, ask a question of anything. I'm like sitting here uh, you know, with my Libra self saying, okay, well, what's what's going on? 877 Two three zero three zero six two. It actually makes me wonder if I'm actually not on the radio, but I'm just talking into my headset, and I've deluded myself because nobody's calling. So I'd love for you to call eight seven seven two three zero three zero six two, and also you can post on uh, the Facebook the Facebook page. You know, there's actually something else about um, this Facebook thing that I wanted to mention. I was hoping not to not to get into this tonight, but I'm, I'm just going to kind of skip skip the like eight-minute rant and then get to the final couple sentences. So if you decide to look me up on Facebook, um, don't add me as a friend on my personal page because I'll probably ignore it. I haven't in the past, but I'm starting that as of today just because it's just certain things are just kind of not my speed and my rhythm with um, whatever. So um, see, that's me skipping. That's me editing stuff. Even though Mercury's in Sagittarius and the sun's there, I'm editing. Um, but go to uh, like the uh, the Evolutionary Astrology and Channeling with Tom Jacobs page. That's why I use Facebook. That's how I use it. I, I will occasionally post um, on that personal site, personal site but, or the personal page. But what I really use it for is um, keeping up with the, the baby pictures of my dear friends. So anyway, so it's now uh, time for the second break. Uh, stick with me. I'm Tom Jacobs, and this is The Soul's Journey. I'll be right back. wired is no accident your soul has divine intentions for this life understanding those intentions can bring greater peace and harmony to your world a soul's journey soundbite from astrologer and channel tom jacobs is a 15 minute mp3 reading on your major life themes Tom's unique approach to astrology sheds light on the big picture of you, your values, passions, fears, and family dynamics as divinely designed by your soul. Gift yourself and others with insight and understanding by ordering your soul's journey soundbite today at tdjacobs.com. Looking for answers to help you navigate life? The book 
Jehudi Speaks offers wisdom channeled from Ascended Master Jehudi, a.k.a. Thoth, St. Germain, and Merlin on humanity's opportunities during these exciting times. Jehudi Speaks provides what you need to know to grow and evolve on Earth now. A compilation of four channeled books, Jehudi Speaks explores karmic relationships, our relationships with animals, loss and death of all kinds, why the imbalance between masculine and feminine occurred and how to end it, and tools to evolve, including working with intuition and spirit guides, integrating past lives, and the truth about manifestation and abundance. Order Jehudi Speaks today through tdjacobs.com. Welcome back to the Soul's Journey. This is Tom Jacobs, and I'm just kind of talking here. I, I kind of I feel like those people on NPR who are like, um, "We're only doing five days of this fundraiser," and you know, like I wonder if like they feel like they're just talking out into the ethers, and um, you know that they ever feel like they get a response or something. So today, Mars in Libra is conjunct by Pluto, so I am challenged to figure out what to do in case I don't get a response because Pluto and Libra uh, can can be very um, sensitive about getting a response from others. And I was just talking with Kara, my, my wonderful, knowledgeable uh, producer who has a ton of experience in, in radio, and she was saying it's, it's very common for people not to call in. And I said, yeah, but it also makes me feel like what I'm doing is irrelevant. So that's kind of what I'm feeling right now. I'm just going to bear my soul to you right now. I'm going to give you the number one more time, and then I'm just going to like figure out something else to talk about. 877-230-3062. You could really help me out with that. Um, I will talk about um, being in Troy, Michigan uh, a couple weeks ago. I did a, a, a Meet Your Soul event, and um, I've edited the audio. It's a two-hour uh, workshop where I explain principles of soul and um, karma and past lives and and the four-step process I use to analyze charts, um, I haven't posted that yet. All the people who attended it have received the audio or the option to, to download the audio, but I will make that available um, probably this week, so I'll announce it next week. And it's a, it's kind of bringing all of the material from um, the Soul's Journey trilogy, uh, breathing life into that. And then uh, there were 17 or yeah, 17 participants. There were a couple, like 20 people there all together, but 17 who were kind of attending, and because um, I had hosts and then my partner were there. Um, but um, uh, three names came out of the hat, so I blindly read three people as I do, you know, in the same style uh, in which I do Soul's Journey sound bites. This kind of um, uh, four-step process of pointing out the major themes uh, in life. So anyway, so I will make that um, that audio available this week. It was it was actually really great to go. What, what my our friends who live there, um, Valerie and Dale, are their names, and and uh, I met them uh, several years ago. I met her first at Steve Forrest's apprenticeship program, and um, um, when when Valerie got there, she really didn't know that much about astrology. She attended because. Um, 
uh, on a recommendation of a of her best friend, who, who was a dear friend of mine at that point. I'd met her several years at the same program, several years prior, and uh, she'd recommended so strongly that Valerie came and learned a lot. And so, you know, Valerie tells a story every time we're together with other people. It's really, it's really, it's really nice because it reminds me of that time. But um, how she asked, you know, a question that she was afraid might seem stupid because everybody at this table seemed very knowledgeable. And I just very gently explained something very basic to her, and she will never forget it. So she always, she always uh, introduces me to other people that way, and it's really, it's really warming. So, um, so I had, a, I had a great time, uh, a, a great time doing this workshop and, and meeting a bunch of people. They have a, a yoga studio, so a Kundalini yoga studio where they also do gong workshops. And so if you're in the Detroit area, they're in Troy and the, and the business is called Yoga Troy. You can, you can look them up. They have a site. You can find them. Um, and I just really met some really wonderful people and had some great conversations, uh, during the, during the class and also uh, afterwards. And then what I forgot to mention last week on the show was that at that workshop, I met a man named Rob Fournier, or Fournier, I'm not quite sure how he says his last name, who is a co-host of another radio show on a different network, and it's called Empowered Whole Being Radio. And um, he and his host, uh, Candace, they invited me to be a guest. So last Sunday, on Sunday the 8th, I was a guest on their show talking about astrology. So I encourage you to look up empowered whole being radio and you can find last week's episode and they ask me stuff like how did you get involved in astrology how do you use astrology how has it helped you and um, how do you see astrology potentially affecting global consciousness and uh, what they do with their show is they explore a bunch of different uh, things so I'm giving them a little plug because I want you to check their show out and see it and see if it's a uh, you know see if it might benefit you but but they'll explore a lot of attraction stuff and they'll explore manifestation stuff and and um, numerology and different different avenues so astrology you know as I use it as a language to understand life it just fit in very well with what with what they were doing uh, what they've been doing uh, the show's been on I guess a little over a year. And they really appreciated the unique perspective that I have on astrology as an empowering uh, language of life, not some kind of descriptive thing to, you know, to tell you who you're supposed to be, but to give you the opportunity to develop into who you could be or someone that you would choose to be and want to be. So if, uh, if Robin, Robin Constance, uh, Robin Candace are listening, I really appreciate the opportunity to do that. And I encourage you, uh, everybody who's hearing this to, to go look that up. I will post it on tdjacobs.com, but, uh, as I've been prepping to launch the subscriber service and doing some other things, uh, that has not been happening. Um, and the other thing that's going on, I'm just gonna, I'll just tell you this, cause it, if you're communicating with me outside, you know, client work, you may hear this from me. Essentially, um, I'm experiencing transiting Pluto nearing my nadir, or IC, beginning of the fourth house in Capricorn. And it's squaring my ascendant Venus in Libra. And when Pluto squares the ascendant, or Pluto actually interacts with any angle, uh, especially the ascendant or the IC, you can have feel a little drained, and you can feel a little... Uh, low on energy. And so after last, week, last week's show, uh, a listener um, who's taken some classes with me and with whom I've had contact and uh, another astrologer, had, she had uh, called and said, hey, I was channeling the other day and uh, I got some cool stuff that kind of fit with the themes of what you were talking about, about sexual energy anatomy, and I want to share it with you. And I was like, I would love to do that. 
but um, really doing the show and doing the client work right now and launching the subscription service are kind of um, taking all my energy. So I, you know, kind of suggest that we connect after the the first of the year because I'm really interested. She was channeling Lucifer, which excites me because I've hung out with him and done quite a lot of work on that asteroid, which is asteroid number 1930. Uh, so, so anyway, so if you contact me and I write back a week later, hey, give me a few weeks, you know, don't take it personally. It's just kind of, uh, uh, I get to, you know, Pluto squaring my ascendant, I get to retool how my energy is distributed and how I um, function, including physically. And so I get to, to figure out some, some new things uh, about that. And, and I, I think actually what I've been kind of um, seeing lately is how I do a Libra rising, you know, is uh, getting some, um, I guess like squaring energy, which, well, squaring energy, which I, which can be experienced as criticism or pressure. You know, kind of um, sometimes I say that squares uh, have each body uh, saying to the other one, you're doing it wrong because they because uh, signs that are that are square to each other have different ways of doing things. So in Libra, you know, I might um, reach out to others for certain things or understand myself um, in a certain way through my interactions, but put on Capricorn and says, what's really happening here and what should be happening and what needs to happen, what practical thing needs to, you know, needs to unfold to make it work better. And I think that with major Pluto transits involving the Ascendant um, or, or the IC, I think that you, you find this need to – it actually echoes some of the energy of the solstice, uh, this, this intense kind of deep Capricorn thing where things need to get quiet so something under the surface can happen. In the in terms of the solstice, re, re, rebirth of the sun, rebirth of the solar principle, the shining self, the creative self, the the part of the self that organizes everybody else within you know the cacophonous halls of your psyche. Uh, but in terms of the Pluto thing, something under the surface is being bulldozed and uh, and raised so that other things can be seeded. So uh, I, I think. You know, I've been thinking about launching a subscription service while this Pluto squaring my ascendant, and um, it's really interesting because I expected that would be the worst idea ever. But again, it's transiting Saturn on my Scorpio Sun in the second, and I'm getting that you know consistency, doing a little work here and there, laying the plan out instead of you know Sagittarius working, which you know I tend to I tend to work very quickly. Once I know what I'm going to do, and in this case, I'm I'm really um, really doing it in a really methodical way, and it's it's uh, it's good, it's good. So um, so again, with that subscription service, I, I I really I want you to get on board with this because it's um, it's unique content, it's original content, and as you know, if you've listened to the show, everything that I do is aiming at going deeper to give you. Uh, insights into what's really happening and how it affects consciousness and then how you can change it. So that's what I'm going to do every month with, with uh, the target right now is about 45 minutes of original content because it'll probably be mostly videos and then some MP3s, you know, if, you know, I, I you know, if, if I'm not up to video that day, but I'm really into the idea of video right now, the kind of like, um, you can have my talking head, you know, uh, spilling this information for you and spelling things out. And of course, I can talk with my hands nonstop, which, you know, pe- you know, my girlfriend kind of makes fun of me about a little bit. Um, but anyway, video, you know, if, on the audio, an MP3, you can't see that I'm explaining things to you with my hands. So anyway, the video is kind of more attractive and occasionally some PDFs. Um, 
definitely there's a channel meditation every month that will definitely be an MP3. Uh, people, some people have kind of missed the monthly full moon calls uh, that I used to do, um, channeling Jehudi to do energy work and clearing and grounding. Um, and so this is kind of a little, little bit of a replacement, a 15 minute, you know, maybe it's going to be 20 minutes. We'll see, but a check in every month, uh, about some theme related to the sun's transit through a sign or a major aspect pattern or one of the, you know, the new moon or the full moon. Uh, so I'm, ex- I'm excited about all of this. I'm, I'm really excited. I spent this morning, um, mapping out, what the different videos, what the different, um, uh, you know, modules or whatever are going to be that I'll launch on the 21st. And uh, if you know about me, you know that I, I tend to improvise quite a bit. And I tend to, you know, like tonight I had notes, but I just put the bare minimum of things. And then I and then I kind of vamp on them because I have all these ideas I'm always thinking about that get unlocked when I, you know, open my mouth. And um, with this subscription service, you're going to get uh, – Really, you know, because I'm not under a time pressure. Like even right now, my producers tell me how many minutes I have left. Like there's no time pressure for me. So to allow that creativity to flow uh, and to share with you all the all the details um, is going to be really it's going to be really good. It's going to be really good for everybody. So again, you can uh, find out about that. You can read all the details and all of the. Um, I think there are like eight different perks, eight different discounts and and uh, things that you're going to, you know, if you want to get a reading with me and you're a subscriber, you get, you know, a certain percentage off and you get a free ebook every year. And um, all of those, um, uh, all the, actually the MP3 backlist, whether channeling MP3s or astrology MP3s, because they're, they're numerous of each on my site between talks and workshops and um, also channeling things and calls with Jehudi I've done over the last few years. All of those are 25% off. And so if, uh, you know, that's kind of a treasure trove that I don't publicize that much because I'm, you know, promoting a lot of other things and I'm, you know, like a one person marketing, uh, machine. I try to be, but, uh, anyway, this backlist of channeled MP3s is, could change your life. Anyway, 25% off with this subscription service and, and there are a bunch of other things as well. So I'm, um, I'm excited about that. I want you to check it out. It's tdjacobs.com forward slash subscription dot html. And if you have any questions, feel free to uh, email me, tom at tdjacobs.com, or call 213-925-6019. I'll be happy to uh, to uh, go over anything with you and to answer any questions that you may have. And uh, um, I'm excited. I'm really excited about it. And uh, so uh, we're coming to the close of the show. Um and uh, next week we'll be live, and then the following two weeks, each Wednesday is a holiday, so there'll be pre-records, and I'm planning those now. And um, so I hope you call in next week. I think it'd be nice to interact with you, and and my Pluto and Libra would would love to be able to interact with you, and not just know that I'm you know talking out into the ethers. Um, so in the meantime, uh, visit me on the web at tdjacobs.com, and uh, thanks for listening. You've been listening to the Soul's Journey with Tom Jacobs. A fresh look at astrology and soul, inspired by channeled wisdom. For more information, tune in every Wednesday at 7 p.m. Pacific. Connect with Tom directly via www.tdjacobs.com. That's tdjacobs.com.